Welcome to Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Two gals on the prowl for enlightenment, sex, and all things holy. Holy Fuck. Each week, beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker, Catherine McClellan, and spiritual healer and life coach, Krista Kim, discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body. Stumbling through dating, relationships, and everyday life, all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. Hey, Krista. Hey, Catherine. You sound pretty happy today. Well, this is an upper of a topic. (laughs) Awesome, Krista. You know, to our audience, have you ever been hot and heavy in bed? Just like the wind taken out of your sails by you or your partner's erectile dysfunction. What did you call it? ED, erectile dysfunction? Ah, yes. I have had that experience. Yes. Well, stay tuned because we have a special guest, Sherry James, the ultimate penis whisperer, dick doctor, boner babe, snake charmer, and she is going to take the mystery out of erectile dysfunction. You guys, this is the ultimate holy fuck topic. So welcome, Sherry. We are so happy to have you here today. And Sherry has a little pussy on her desk, and that little kitty is making a lot of noise. So if you hear some wham in the background, it's nothing we can do anything about right now. So off we well, go. you know, pussies get excited when you have a cure for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> that was Sherry James. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Thank you for joining us. Hi, I'm happy to be here. So we have some questions <laughs> for you. What in the world led you to make this type of work your profession, your passion project, right? Her <laughs> pussy. I know. It's, a, it's such a <laughs> tricky thing to answer because I didn't choose it. I surrendered to it. Hmm. Great. You know, and I think it's, it's not a typical path for a, women, a woman to be a healer of penises and the men that, you know, own them. but you know I think it was a natural progression because I am a registered nurse and when I did nursing I specialized in diabetes and post-open heart Mm. so I'm dealing with the heart I'm dealing with circulatory system and at the same time I was a stripper oh while you were an RN Yes, the that is the pairing of, did you ever run into your patients while you were stripping? I did once, yeah. <laughs> How did that go over? It Wait, went over. A nurse costume for it was persona. <laughs> it went over great. I mean, from what I've been told, it's like the ultimate male fantasy to have this really kind of healing, generous woman that's very caring and then also very uh, sexy. Yeah, and, and be pulling her clothes off in front of you. Yeah, I'm sure that is, that'll do it. So for all yeah. the men listening and for the women listening, imagine that. How much fun would that be? And what you don't know about Sherry, because we're not showing you her picture today, we're doing audio with you, is that she's a beautiful young woman. So we were asking her a question about how does that play in your work? Well, I think it helps open the door. But if I wasn't getting results, then I wouldn't have a business. Right. So do you use that as a test? Like, do they have an erection when they see you because you're so beautiful? And then there's that's a <laughs> test. <laughs> 
you know, I'm like a lawsuit. I, <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot of wacky emails, maybe a lot more than I'd like to. And, you know, it's like, oh, I had ED until I saw your photos and, you know, things like that. So mm. my clients are really respectful. So they wouldn't, they might, something like that might happen, but I don't think they would tell, tell me that. So how did you find your way into this? Were you with partners who were experiencing that or were you, did you have someone close to you having that happen? I'm like chuckling right now because no, none of that. <laughs> like I've, it's never been a problem in my life. Uh, okay. So let's go back to stripping. So I did the stripping. So you're learning about arousal, right? In a very base sort of way. Mm-hmm. And then combine that with the nursing and that education. So then I was like indoctrinated into an underground sorority of like tantricas and sexual healers. Wow. So they taught me like the art of sensual massage and some tantra. And that's when I was able to work with men more so one-on-one. So I got to, you know, go deeper into our conversations, deeper into the work. And I could actually see like, oh, you know, this, this person isn't getting aroused or, you know, something to that effect. Then I evolved that and I went into sexual healing and I was seeing men, women and couples. And I noticed that men were having the most problems. And simultaneously, I was accidentally curing ED because when people in general, like in Los Angeles, when they were coming to see me, they were really in their heads, they weren't in their bodies, they weren't relaxed. And really, a big part of healing is relaxation and being able to actually receive the healing. So I came up with a meditation that I just made up out of the blue. And when I was doing it with guys, I would notice they'd be shifting their pants. And getting erect. And I'm like, sign of something happening. Yeah. And it was just to get them to relax. I mean, their clothes were on, my clothes were on, nothing funny. It wasn't even a sexy meditation. And and I would kind of, you know, mention something after, like, oh, I saw something happen in your pants. What was going on there? And they're like, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that because I, I actually wanted to talk to you about erectile dysfunction. And I can't believe that that happened during that meditation. I was just so relaxed. And then I got hard. And then that was like when the big light bulb went off and I'm like, Hmm, I think there's something to this that I need to investigate. And Tantra wasn't going to cover it. Uh, you know, Western education wasn't going to cover it. And I've also through the years um, kind of dabbled with or been obsessed with maybe is a better way to say it, the five five elements of Chinese medicine. And I just started like looking at how the sexual systems run through these different templates. And then I put the templates together. And initially I was getting referrals from a doctor and he said, I'm going to send you all my incurables. And I'm like, wow, right. That sounds fantastic. Unfortunately, I have the personality type where I love a challenge. So I'm like, yeah, give me your incurables. I'm psyched. And I just started working with these guys and I said, I'm gonna keep working with you until you're cured. And that's and that's my commitment to you. I don't care if it takes a year, I don't care if it takes 10 days, I don't care how long it takes. I'm gonna do this. 
And through that process, which was probably about 12 years ago now, I developed this template that works and it really works for everyone, regardless of what they're coming in with. So, so I it's, imagine there's varied reasons why people have the issue. They think they have the right. issue. And so tell us a little bit about the template. Well, in the template, we have to reset your nervous system because the way arousal happens, the way I like to explain it is relax, excite, relax. So you're relaxed, you get excited, you get the erection, and then you ejaculate, and then you're relaxed, right? So we we want that wave of activity to happen. But what's happening is guys are so jacked up, like their nervous systems are so jacked up that they're always in that overstimulated mode. Mm -hmm. So their blood vessels can't relax enough to get the blood flow down there. So that's why the first, the most important part of the process really is relaxing the nervous system. Wow. That, that That's surprising, right? You wouldn't necessarily think that because you think you're needing to excite them more. How do you do that? How do you relax the nervous system? Weeks and weeks and weeks of bre- different breathing techniques. Okay. Um, yeah, different layers of different breathing techniques. It's all about breathing. And it's, I think if, if somebody was watching my case studies and they heard guys talk about the breathing, the breathing, the breathing over, over and over, they would think, how the heck is she doing this with breathing? Uh-huh. But I, I, breathing part of like the whole kundalini process or tantra i'm assuming so um circulating it that's a stimulating breath so for the first eight weeks we work with calming yeah. and then the last four weeks then we work with the stimulating breath which is more of a kundalini that's when we go through the sexual circuitry open that all up um, i've created my own techniques with that and there's a technique that I have that I call it like the Viagra mimicker because it actually, <laughs> it brings more blood flow into the penis. Cause one of the things I say is open heart, hard dick, really. <laughs> you got to get really doing though is you're dealing with this holistically without drugs. You're teaching. I mean, that's the whole point of it, right? Um, yeah. So there's no pills involved and uh, there's, it's really for three different types of men, this work. It's for guys who absolutely don't want to take a pill and they want a holistic route and they're willing to do the work. Mm -hmm. The second class of men, I would say, are the ones that are having like intermittent results. So sometimes that Viagra works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they get hard without Viagra, you know, sometimes they don't. So guys like that who just want to have a consistent erection and just, you know, forget about the Viagra. Then the third would be guys who are having side effects mm, from the drugs are already taking from the ED medications. Yeah. The 5D inhibitors. I would assume it's probably pretty expensive too for those medications. If you don't have insurance, it's absolutely expensive. Yeah, definitely. And also it's masking the problem. I mean, the, right. from my perspective, the problem is that the guys are out of balance and so we need to bring them into alignment and then everything works. That's so great. So it's so, it's also, it sounds like it's really um, lifts them in, <laughs> lifts them <laughs> into <laughs> the place of being able to feel powerful and strong. It's like they can do this in their own bodies. They don't need something to help them, to stimulate them. It's just that they're out of balance, not that they're broken. And I'm yeah, they're, comforting. 
their penis isn't broken. Like the way Western medicine educates on this, they make a man feel like his penis is broken. Mm-hmm. Well, if that were true, then my system wouldn't work because I don't touch their penis. I'm not doing like you. Usually, they're in another state or another country, right? <laughs> like I'm not doing anything physically to them. And I like the way that you set that up because the way I explain my work to men when you know someone's thinking about working with me, and I'm like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're going to go on a road trip for three months. It's actually your journey. You're going to be driving the car. So I'm going to be like Siri. I'm going to be your navigation. (laughs) And I'll be like, yeah, if you want to get there, you're probably not going to want to go down that road. You might not want to stop at that gas gas station. There's like updater now. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not even in the passenger seat. It's really their journey. And this is to empower them. And as far as their girlfriends or significant others, I kind of see like, they're like pit career. They're like, yeah, go honey, go. Right. But like, they don't put any pressure on them. It's like, go on the journey. This is great. Like, because it's really a man's journey. Yeah. And that's, it's really, it's his body part. It's, it's his journey. I imagine there's like a lot of shame around this particular medical issue to move through for men. There is shame and there can be guilt as well. Um, Yeah, that tends to come from a much deeper place. And this issue is like manifesting something that already exists inside of them. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up because the third part of my system is to clear the mental and emotional bodies. So we have to go in and clear all those lower, denser emotions, uh, guilt, shame, emotional pain, I don't matter, not enoughness, things like that. Because the way I see sexuality and the reason that I love working with it is because it magnifies everything. So if you already have shame inside, oh my gosh, it's going to come up even bigger around sexuality. Sex is a magnifier. I think of it as like if you become a a celebrity overnight and your life is magnified, We're going to see everything much bigger. And so that's what sex does. That's why people, you know, can be friends for a long time and then all of a sudden have sex and all their crap comes out and explodes all over each other. Right? Right. Yes. I've heard something about that, though. Probably (laughs) never experienced it over here. (laughs) No, I'm sure none of us have. We're conscious. I've never had that. You know, I wanted to ask you if you had... um, for, I had two questions. One is for, could you talk to us about how you do work with the women? Since most of our listeners, I believe, are women at this point. Um, do women ever come to you and say, I, gosh, I just want to know how we, I could get some help for my partner? Or do you reach out to women once the men are started? Could you just give us a little roadmap of that? Okay. Yeah. So that's a couple different things. So first I'll touch on what happens once I am working with someone's spouse If needed, I will absolutely get on a call with the female partner. And that just happened recently. It was week 10 and the person was getting amazing results. And then there was like kind of a backslide. And I, and I just thought, "Mm -mm, everyone's got to be on, on like a game with this. I'm like, I need to talk to your wife. And the phone call was incredibly helpful. So I will absolutely do that. Now to speak to your other point, 
what you just said would be in the don't category. So this is a problem that I see where women will reach out to me and they'll want to do all the work for their significant other. You can't do responsibility. (laughs) Women being over responsible. (laughs) I know. Can you imagine that? And that's the topic to try and fix, (laughs) to be responsible for. The only one who needs to be responsible for men's hard-ons is me. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to put that on your next business cards. I'm responsible for men's website. (laughs) (laughs) The only one. So what what are all my nicknames? Boner Babe? Boner Babe, Penis Whisperer, Snake Charmer, Dick Doctor. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. She'd be Dick Doctress, actually. Oh, yeah. yes. I like that better. Yeah, Dick Doctress. Um, yeah, I'm the only one who needs to be responsible for anyone's heart odds, which is a really funny thing to say. And if you could see me now, you'd see that I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> she is quite demure, beautiful, and definitely blushing right this way. <laughs> my circulatory system is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, have the first step, which was um, the breathing exercises so reset the nervous system reset the nervous nervous system system. and then we skip to clear the mental and emotional bodies so there's two more Mm -hmm. one is increase your circulatory system so physically that that's a well i have certain exercises and also i have them um show me their most recent labs i want to look at their glucose in particular their triglycerides, their cholesterol. So anything that's impeding circulation needs to be dealt with. Yes, because so you are a nurse. bona fide nurse. So oh, wait, wait, this is when I get into a nurse mode. Dick doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is when I get into nurse mode. Um, so we have to increase their circulatory system. I mean, there's a lot of ways to do that without any pills or medications um, through diet, through nutrition, which I also cover in the program. Great. Are there certain um, medications that, you know, hurt or cause erectile dysfunction? Oh my gosh. Blood pressure medications are my nemesis. Yeah, they can be really, really challenging. And um, I've successfully gotten guys off of their blood pressure medications with the support of their doctor. Yes. I've had them reduce the amount that they take of their blood pressure medications And in some cases, the person didn't want to change their medications at all. So I had to navigate around it. And I've had success in each, you know, each category. Because it seems Uh, like all the steps that you're taking them through would be what Catherine and I would probably use for, to work with our clients who are dealing with health issues. I mean, when you're talking about breathing exercises and relaxation techniques and clearing emotional blocks. Yeah. It's just, I, I love, that's, I think when I, I snuck in and watched your webinar before this thing so I could get a sense. And I think what I fully appreciated about you was this sense that this was a holistic practice, that you had, you have qualifications all the way around this that lead you to be able to really give a full rounded, well-rounded experience to a man that can actually shift as long as he's willing to drive his own car and shift <laughs> his own gears, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like I said, it's, I created a template. So it's not just one thing. 
someone has something going on to a certain degree in each category. It's never been one thing in my experience. Yeah. And you know, one of the things I love about you is your comfort and and some level um, joy. That sounds silly, but it's sort of joyfully passionate, this project. And I, I really feel your respect for men mm-hmm. and your caring for them. And you want to speak a little bit about that for us? I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> I really don't. Gosh, I'm 50 now. I don't know if you're allowed to say your age on the air. Um, uh, we do. So, yes. And I've been working solely with men, you know, really for 28 years. So I think when you really take the time to listen to men, and I'm also an empath, so and to like really kind of take on what they're feeling and their experiences, it's impossible not to love them. Yes. And to want to help them. Beautiful. That's really beautiful. And I appreciate you saying that. And the Chris and I also had a question for you about sort of the spiritual aspect of your work and what you see in terms of working with men and the bigger aspects of who they are that come forward as they start to feel better and more empowered and that sort of thing. Okay. So I've kind of discovered over the years that as a man ages, he becomes either hypersexual or deeper spiritually. Mm-hmm. So those, those kind of two extremes. And if somebody wants to be hypersexual and work with me, great. I can set them up to do that. They're going to be doing it consciously, but they're going to be set up to do that. A lot of times what this work does, because I take them so deep inside themselves, is it inspires a deeper spiritual path. And all of a sudden they're you know, e- emailing me like, hey, I got this book. Uh, you know, and it's like, oh, it's, it's, ad- it's adorable. You know, it's like, oh my God. And you can, it's, I feel like you won't find this in writing anywhere or anything like that about my work. I feel like I'm a catalyst. It, it, like people come in, guys come into my sphere and it's like something might blow up that needs to be changed or something about them is just simply changed and gets better. I don't know. That's, I can't. Erectile dysfunction as their spiritual journey. Just like it would be divorce as a spiritual journey or job loss or finances. It's just, that's their journey, their way of finding something greater, more. more. Well, yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. It's like a pill can't do that for you. Right. You know, and like the feedback, I mean, I was just wrapping up. I just recorded new case studies with clients last night and like, I hope I might get emotional. I get so emotional about this. Um, Beautiful. And, you know, to hear a man say, I'm more present with my woman, with my job, with my kids. I'm not reactive anymore at work in my relationship with my kids. It's like that is so emotionally fulfilling for me to hear. It's beautiful. I'm like these people's lives because you're in, you're treating the entire person, not just the dick. (laughs) not just the dick dick. (laughs) yeah I mean that you know when it comes to personal growth sometimes if a guy's dick isn't working properly that's the only way to get him to seek help what a metaphor what a metaphor (laughs) (laughs) personal growth for men ED is personal growth I love it I love it you know one of um one of the things that we also would love to hear from you is you know, people put categories, men into categories of, oh, you know, people over, men over 50 have ED issues, men, 
you know, this way, that way. What can you tell us about some of your case studies that you were just talking about, like sort of descriptions of men in, in different age groups and what's going on that people can find themselves in those different descriptors of what's going on, maybe not the quote unquote typical ones. Okay. So, well, first, you know, you mentioned about, oh, things naturally get softer as you age. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I saw a, a comedian friend of mine. What did he say one time? He said, um, everything gets harder as you age, except for your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Cute, but, but not necessarily true. So just last night I wrapped up with a client who's deeply religious, deeply Christian, 69 years old, had carotid arteries and Viagra just completely stopped working was in a very long-term marriage. And by the end of the 12 weeks, we had success. He was successfully able to penetrate his wife without any pills. Amazing. Wow. So I think the problem is really a lack of education in this area because this, this whole decline, supposedly, it can be prevented. Yes, I think that's what we're finding about aging. I'm 60, and we're finding that about aging in general is that there is this sense, there's a story that we've had as a culture that decline comes with age rather than we're not taking care of ourselves as well. And so age has a toll that it takes on you if you keep not taking care of yourself. But it's not related to your age. It's related to your self-care and your self-knowing. And belief system. And belief systems, sure. I mean, I think I was brought up thinking that people stopped having sex at 40. Right. Oh my gosh. 40? <laughs> yeah. When, you know, where I came from, 40 year old women didn't look sexual anymore. Mm-hmm. They were, they had kids for 20 years. They were mommies. They'd had five, six, like seven kids. Down. They were all shutting down there. Mm. You know, so I think we both had a similar experience with that. So this is a huge change. And I love that you are spearheading. I'm, trying spearheading. To- <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the right word. Take him on for the team. Take him on for the team. So 69 carotid arteries, even in that intensely, what we would think of impossible situation, he was able to do the deed, so to speak. Absolutely. And he did the work, you know, and I, I don't want to, it's not a miracle. I mean, it is a miracle, actually. It's a miracle. It's a miracle combined with really, with, with work. Right. Mm -hmm. So like they have homework that changes every week. There's, there's daily accountability. There's things that we're tracking to make sure they stay on track because you have to listen to me. (laughs) I want to take this class. I know. We want to take your class. Does any of the homework ever include like, masturbation or techniques like that or is yes, that it, oh yes it does okay. it certainly does especially with what i call the icing on the cake so after the Ooh, guy tell us more i like <laughs> <laughs> well after the the gentleman gets healed you know throughout the 3 months then there's one month more of icing on the cake which i call the take control training mm-hmm. and it's about ejaculatory control Mm. And being able to be multi-orgasmic, having different types of orgasms, and basically being able to ejaculate when you're when it's okay to, like when your partner is about to have an orgasm or at the same time. It's about taking control of all that. Wow. 
That's fantastic. We are taking your course. Um, (laughs) But um, the other thing that I want, so I wanted to ask for another case study for you that isn't that, that extreme, but give us another one for maybe a younger man that you've worked with that feels like, or a different situation, just something that our listeners might be able to identify a different scenario with. So I'm trying to think of somebody right now. Well, here's the, okay. Here's what's confusing for men is some of them are perfectly healthy. I'll talk to them and they're like, I'm, you know, let's say they're 38, you know, and I'm like, I'm perfectly healthy. I run marathons. I have great nutrition. Like, I don't understand why this is happening. So healthy guys, they're, it doesn't mean they're fully healthy. Like I can still find the imbalances. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll get, I don't know what I can say. I know it's a podcast. So some of my clients, say I, whatever say, you say everything. <laughs> I have this category that I work with called supercock. And, <laughs> and like when a guy comes to me and he's already healthy, I'm like, we're going to make you into a supercock. Right? <laughs> Do they get an award at the end? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that yesterday. I'm like, I need to have awards. Yeah, a nice little certificate from the dick doctor hanging <laughs> on the wall. I can get an erection. <laughs> I can control my erection. That's like the master's I degree. Can come on I can demand. control my erection. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, because this isn't just an old man's problem. This is, I'm sure, things like it's not had a big effect on this issue. So, yeah, so there was a study done that showed that one out of four guys under the age of 30 now have erectile dysfunction. And I do have a case study for, you know, a gentleman who was in his early 20s and had porn-induced ED. So that is... Tell us what is it about porn that induces ED? Overuse? Well, overstimulation. Basically, you're, you're overstimulating the brain to it's like these intense visualizations i'm going to back up for a second okay so when it comes to porn there's only a problem if what you're viewing needs to be escalated so if if you're just watching a man and a woman on occasion or a woman and a woman on occasion and you're like oh that's cool and you could take it or leave it. I mean, then you're probably fine. But if the viewing has escalated, like some guys get to the point where they have multiple tabs open on their computers and they have to like go back and forth to different tabs or, oh, I used to just watch a couple. Now I've got to see a gangbang, right? So, so if it's escalating, then it's creating an addiction. Yes. And on hold and eating three holes. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little like golf. No, wait, I'm sorry. so that's how you know that's whenever there's an escalation you're on track to get porn induced erectile dysfunction and that i mean that makes perfect sense to me and is it so you said stimulation but what about over ejaculation like what about men who masturbate all the time whether they're using porn or not to do that imagine you know like 12 year olds can't induce ed when they're doing that because it's all new but by the <laughs> time good circulatory, <laughs> good circulatory system but by the time a man is you know say 25 or 30 could he possibly be ejaculating too much and that would be creating a similar problem at that age you can kind of pull it off so 
what happens is guys will start seeing problems like their firmness changing between the ages of 38 to 42. Uh-huh. And it's, and that's when like the slow decline, um, you know, starts to happen. It's like, Oh wait, things seem different or, Oh, and so basically all the things we're talking about, whether it be porn or ejaculating too much, they're all going to show up. They're going to show up no matter what you can't escape this, but usually 38 to 42 is when there is a change. And so when that change happens, but when that changes, it's not an indication just that they're aging. It's an indication they've been they're They're out of balance back and then they're, hardness comes back well because think about it, that's also the age where people are having kids Children. and trying to make it in their careers and finances and all of that stuff which i can only imagine adds to the stress and the overall hardness there seems to be another jump in evolution right around that age for men i would mm-hmm. say 38 to 42 and then 50 for sure 60 70 yep and what would what do you mean in the evolution? Well. Our operating system changes, and this is true for women as well, right? So in your, let's say, 20s to 30s, you're kind of operating out of your lower energy centers. Your drives are very different. And let's say maybe our 30s. Our drives. Our drives start You're able to ram a little bit less. And, you know, let's say 30s, you're more so coming from your middle energy, like a, your solar plexus, like 30s to 40s, and you're trying to prove yourself in, in the world and like, I am and I want and be actualized and your, your focus narrows. And then like 40s to 50s, if a man's on track, his heart will start to open. And for women, you know, we also have that as well, you know, me have having a Kundalini awakening, I understand the energetics portion of aging and evolving on a personal level. And my understanding, whether this be for men or women, as you age, you naturally get a little bit of a rise in Kundalini. And that's actually what creates the hormonal shifts. And when it rises through the various chakras or organs, if you're Chinese medicine, then we're operating out of a different system. So for perhaps a man, let's say maybe 40 to 60, he does need to have an emotional connection with a woman to really be responsive in terms of getting an erection. So his old 20-year-old operating system where it's like, ooh, she looks hot, right? Or the wind blows. <laughs> the wind blows. <laughs> like that's, that's a different operating system. And so I think, I think we're having, you know, maybe it's every seven years or every 10 years, but I think we're having natural shifts in our operating system. And I personally attribute that to Kundalini on the deepest level. I think that's, um, that aligns very much with what Kristen and I study about the chakra systems and we've been sharing with people. So it's really cool to hear you lining that up in terms of how people can misinterpret. I think I misinterpreted in my early 40s because I was having like extreme heat in my body and it started making me think I was going into menopause. I think I was maybe 40 when that started happening, maybe even 38. And it, I kind of spiraled out on that idea of like, oh my God, I'm too young to be going through menopause. And my life 
a little bit started breaking down because I was like, shit, I better start. You know, I haven't done this and I haven't done that. And what happened is I had a Kundalini awakening and all the heat just kind of blew through my body. And then I never had the hot flashes again, but I lived with that hot feeling for like four years before. Wow. And Mm -hmm. and thinking I was in menopause and then I had the awakening, no more heat. Very cool. And then I got my life back. And then you got your life back. I'm not old yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. So what else would you like us to know, Sherry? What, you know, uh, we've heard how personally fulfilling this is for you, how much you love and respect the men you work for with how um, this is a, it is funny to say it. Someone say it again, passion project (laughs) for you. Um, And what else? Like a surrender project. Like I couldn't not do this. Mm -hmm. I tried to do so many other things and the universe just kept like, nope, this is what you're doing. And so I, I've realized that you've created a, um, some other programs in different ways in which you work with clients or programs that you offer them. How else can they, you know, I know they can do Skype sessions with you, but do you have any online programs? Well, I have an online program. It's still, it's still um, Skype. It's online. It's uh, still like Zoom based. It's like a Zoom classroom. Uh-huh. So guys can do the B-Firm ED Blueprint. Be for media blueprint uh, one-on-one. And then I have a new option starting, uh, well, yep. January 9th. So that'll be going probably when this comes out. But uh, so I have that and that's the B firm dojo. Tell us about that. (laughs) Well, that's going to be, that's going to be a class. There's going to be some coaching involved as well, but it's going to be guys who are all going through the exact same problem. So more like group facilitation. Yeah, and it's going to be the same exact program as the B Firm ED Blueprint, and this is a this one's I think going to be a little bit more fun because guys who don't already have full blown ED can do it as a preventative, or maybe they just want to become a super cock. Ooh, yeah. So tell us about that. What does that mean? That means. The preventative. I just, I just did a case. We just wrapped up a case study last night with a client who I interviewed, and I'm like, "You're in supercock category, like you won." And that means he's basically, it's like we reset him back to high school. Mm. He is like waking up with insane morning wood. He's getting erections spontaneously throughout the day, like just driving in his car, he'll get an erection. <laughs> his, you know, like his longtime lover is like, Oh my God, tell Sherry that she's doing a great job because you are the hardest you've ever been in your life. And this is someone who wasn't willing to take Viagra. He knew he, he could see a change in things and he, he wanted to be more like proactive uh-huh. about it. And so we turned him into a super cock basically. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> <laughs> a picture of that. You know, I'm like getting this some kind of visual of a, Wings and a penis flying through the air. Um, yeah, so Sherry, it's been absolutely lovely. And, and to be able to share about something that has so much darkness or gravitas around it with such light, you, everything about you is light. And I'm sure, I'm sure that the men who get to work with you just feel so honored by you and respected by you and take the stigma off this and just let's treat this and make you work again. I can imagine the amount of gratitude that they have for the experience that they have with you. Yeah. I feel like they know that I'm a friend 
and that there we're always going to be friends. Oh, that's, that's really beautiful. And is there a way that you would like our listeners, since you've given us so much amazing information, you're going to have to do a women's class pretty soon, Cherry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I um, know. I know. I think it's a great idea. So is there any way for our listeners or their partners or whoever is listening to get a hold of you the easiest way so they can find out the most about you and, we'll and all your programs and all your programs? Yeah, I think the easiest way is really to go to my website, which is Sherry, S-H-A-R-I dash James, J-A-M-E-S dot com. And they can schedule a free consult right on the website. There's probably like 15 different places on the website. (laughs) (laughs) They can't miss the opportunity. Some do, but yes, um, it's all over. You can schedule your own time, everything, and you can just do it yourself. It's wonderful. They're not committing. They're just getting more information from you. Well, I call it getting a fresh perspective. You know, it's kind of like an old problem. Like, why not get a fresh perspective on this of someone who does this day in, day out? I love this fresh. And then there is a presentation on the homepage of that website, which you watched. And that was a 35-minute presentation on how I, you know, go through this holistically. And I think that's the best way. And um, even though I'm like north of LA, I have clients all over the world, all over the US, and it works. You know what I love most about you? If you work it. <laughs> Wait, what was that? <laughs> you know what I love most about you? What? Is that you are helping us on our mission to spread the love. Oh, good. Love heals. Yes, it love does. Heals. It thank does. you, thank you, thank you for being with us today. And thank you for doing your part and letting other people do their part. And, and spreading the love. Spreading the love. <laughs> we all have our part. Yeah, Sherry, thank you so much. It's just been so lovely to be with you today. And uh, we wish you the best. And we certainly hope that all our listeners who might even think they could just use a little tune-up would check a little pick-me-up. Check out her website. website. She is delightful. You will certainly love working with her, I'm sure, if you were ever to choose that. And check out our website. Oh, yeah, don't forget to check us out. And Instagram and all our juicy places. And share all good stuff. And spread the love. We love you. Bye. We love you. Bye. Thank you.